So Alexis, what are you watching on Netflix these days? Oh, that's a that's a cool K. If anything okay, at all. I'm, I'm like, ooh, okay. No, no, I like the thing is I can't remember what's on Netflix versus what's on, you know, like what's on this. Sure. Ep- th- but right now I really, really like um Abbott Elementary. Have you heard of that or seen that? I don't know if it's no Netflix, idea. though. I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I'm a, yeah, it's it's just about in Philly. It's just about a, a school. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm also watching the new Fresh Prince. Which that looks is, pretty great. It's really good. It's like dark and mysterious, uh-huh. and but it still is. It's really. It's not like it's not slapstick comedy. It's really good. It looks really but good. You definitely have a reason you're asking me this, and I'm not. Of course, actually, yeah. I was uh, going to suggest that maybe you watch Our Blues on Netflix. Have you heard of it? Oh my gosh! I now that you say it, I'm like, wait a minute. What is it about? Our, it, it seems actually really interesting as opposed to some of other. It's, I mean, Korea, it's right? K-pop, it's, it's K-pop it's yeah. set on Jeju and yeah. it's 20 episodic episodes about people who come here or live here, who are from here. And of course it's a romance and stuff like this, but each episode's about different people. Like they're oh, not so, oh, oh. Yeah, so Jeju itself is like the main character. The, the, Okay. Right. I did get advertised that on Netflix and I thought, mm, this is either really good or really not. I don't know. Have yeah. you heard, not to get us off huh. subject, but I do want to bring up, do you know that there is a show based around the GEC right now? The Global Education what? International Schools? Yes. It's this, it's what? this um, reality fake show that they're following the moms of the GEC people around. That's so fun. I always want to write a short story about that the oh. mothers in that community right yeah well you should write a short because it's oh. intriguing but a lot of a lot of the teachers are just like mm, okay <laughs> <laughs> well you have to find but, out the name of that show okay i will and i'll share yeah, it with the fun. audience but yeah. our blues i wonder how many of our listeners are because i did get advertised mm. that and i and i was like oh i wonder if this is really jju or if it's just like you know a fake mm. jju only two episodes have published so far or, or mm. been like mm. up, have you right? watched them I just heard them? of the show the other day, like okay. doing research so and stuff. So we need to watch and, them and we and, need to like report. About, and any audience yeah. members need to tell us if they're listening. Exactly, right? But or, like or watching, so yeah. One of the stories is about a woman. It sounds ridiculous, this one, but they're not also ridiculous, but a woman who comes to the mainland, becomes <laughs> a henyo, because apparently you could just come to oh, the main. Yeah, because it's so easy. But yeah, you know, also t- to get into the henyo uh-huh. classes is really competitive. So re- just doubly telling people it's not yeah. easy to become a henyo. <laughs> and she's like a bar owner at night, apparently as well. And <laughs> she falls in love with somebody. Because you can swim all day and then get work yeah. a bar. Yeah. Okay, cool. But another one's about like a businessman from the mainland who comes back to Jeju. And like, oh. it's all about love and Establishing stuff. Establishing like his roots. Is it yeah, actually but, filmed in Jeju? Did you see or hear that? Seventy percent of the of it was okay. filmed on Jeju. Okay, that, and it started like in October okay. twenty twenty one of my. Yeah, All right, but I'm going to make this that. a research. I'm going to make a mm. research topic, and we can talk about this next time. Also, for our listeners, sorry, I'm mm. feeling a little under the weather, and my cat just had a a freak out. Sorry if you're hearing my cat <laughs> or my uh, froggy voice. No, um, yeah, no, please, r- listeners, uh comment Tell not us. on not on her froggy voice because it doesn't actually sound that froggy <laughs> I feel, uh, it sounds fine. as soon as i said that now i feel like i need a cough and uh, like but <clears throat> excuse me we should literally watch these and have like a five minute talk about them if we have time and because i yeah if we have we can squeeze it out i'm intrigued i'm totally intrigued yeah this sounds Gigi, hey listen there's been enough movies and and music videos that have been recorded here hopefully it, hopefully it gives 
a nice touch of JJ. But you know what? Also, I don't want off of this show. Do you know how there's those special uh, places that everybody lines up to go take Instagram photos? Because uh, this is where this person and this person kissed in the movie right. or yeah. this is where. Yeah. So that's all over JJ. And I'll often be driving by and I'll just see like a, a random place on the sea. Right. You know, on the seawall. And I'm like, why? Why is everyone lined up? And then I'll ask one of my friends and they're like, oh, because this was filmed there. And is that yeah. a I, you know, I actually didn't uh, work, was working on an article years ago about there was that television show called The Guardian or something. It was weird. Uh, Somebody yes, like traveled yeah. back in time or yeah. something. I barely remember that one. Yeah. I was interested in how those shows get made because it was shot in Montreal, Montreal, my like alma mater where I went to university. And so I started calling up some people and I found out like there's a bidding process to choose locations. And oh, they pay for oh, it, right? Oh, so they want to be damn straight. Oh, I wonder Darn if JG gets... <laughs> <laughs> I do imagine JG probably would get some money off of that, don't you think? Well, no, no, no. So Montreal oh. paid the the movie. The oh, show. That is so not what I was thinking. It. No, yeah. <laughs> I was so, like, maybe the 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 movie production pays to be here. And the oh. there was this red door in that show. That red oh. door is now famous because there famous. was a scene, a, scene, a scene shot by that red door and Korean and Chinese and other K-pop aficionados flock to oh. this red door to take their pictures, right? And people want to go to this hotel where the thing yeah. was shot, the show was yeah. shot. So yeah. I, I find that that just to add so on to it, what you're talking about, right? No, no, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, again, because you see these places and they'll have like, a, oftentimes there'll be like a little placard is that mm. the right word? Why do I always question? Placard is correct. Yeah, it's so yeah. Okay, weird, there'll though. be like a little placard that just kind of identifies like this this movie and in, in this yeah. date was shot here. But I never noticed that. I just noticed the line of people waiting to get to this certain point, and you know, uh -huh. yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, it, it, there's so much stuff actually shot on Jeju all the time uh, that countless stuff that you don't even know like and especially yeah. music videos that you have no idea only to like like someone will point it out and i'll be like yep that was definitely jung moon or yep that mm. was definitely you know this right creation. what was that the yeah. band the like the thousand girls oh that was twice. really popular twice twice I was they shot at the thousand girls. You're don't please don't piss off any uh K-pop listeners. So no, there's a lot of girls in this band, right? <laughs> All right, let's keep moving on. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to upset any armies out there. <laughs> Forgiveth me. Um, you definitely, we don't want to get on the wrong side. Of that. Yeah, but exactly, exactly. That was a really popular video. I, I don't. I I I like seeing Jim Moon and Jeju and stuff. Yeah. It makes me like, oh yeah. look. We're Here we go. Famous. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, now I think it's about time. Uh, Jeju Dialect Corner with Ju Young Han. Uh, asa. And now it's time for another segment of our Jeju Dialect Corner with our teacher, Sansing Nim Ju Young Han. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's uh, wonderful to see you again. How are you? Good. How are you? Can't complain. I'm, I get to speak to you. I'm very happy. This is true. I always look forward to our lessons. Hi, Juju. Um, hi, hi. And I'm actually extra excited. I'm excited today because um, the other day I was, you know, like Googling, you know, what to teach, you know, to you guys. And I, I Googled, I typed like Jeju dialect, you know, on Google. Uh -huh. 
<laughs> and I came across the word ole, as in ole trace. And uh-huh. I think you guys must have heard of ole trace uh, mm-hmm. at least once, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it would be really good to explain what it means. And, sure. and yeah, so ole means um, the small, you know, private alley, to, you mm-hmm. know, leading to your house from the street. So, you know, like Ole Trail is like one of the best ways to enjoy the beautiful scenery all around mm-hmm. Jeju Island, right? Mm-hmm. So basically Ole Trails uh, consist of a bunch of Oles, you know, mm-hmm. to oh! other, yeah, like yeah. you walk oh. by other people's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, houses and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, and, um, so and also the mascot of Ole Trail mm. is a Jeju pony, and its name is Kanse. Kanse. Yeah, Kanse means um, lazy or mm-hmm. idle. You know, so it so has a little so bit moving? yeah, yeah. It has a little bit negative con- connotation, oh. but like in Ole Trails, you know, like you are supposed to be relaxing you know it's right the Ole trail is not for the you know like finishing the the trail you know like not not a race you know, yeah, yeah yeah not a race yeah so you are you know supposed to uh sit around you know mm-hmm. sit and look around and take in everything yeah. you know what jeju offers mm-hmm. and it basically says it's okay to be kanse you know, when when you <laughs> walk, awesome. you know, along the Ole Trace. It's permission. So I really like it. Yeah. That's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. So just do you, think, we, yeah. do you think that um Gansei now is starting to sound a little bit more positive to people based on how popular the Ole Trails are? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Um, more but, like slow moving versus lazy? Mm, only, no. yeah. You know, like relating to uh, Ole Trails, you know, mm-hmm. as you okay. know, like the the, okay. the pony represents, you know, only uh, in that context. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 yes, okay. And because and just, we're, yeah, no, we're, when yeah, when we, you know, like for example, when my parents ask me to do something for them, mm-hmm. I, you know, like sometimes don't want to do it you know like I you know walk really slow you know uh-huh. and things like that so uh-huh. my parents would say don't be ganze you know mm-hmm. yeah move could quick I, you know move yeah. quickly. could I say that to like a young student in a fun way or would that be mm-hmm. absolutely not appropriate no like I, I wouldn't think... be yelling at them I would mm-hmm. say it in a very teasing manner yeah mm-hmm. you can use that like so you say uh, for example, don't be ganze or uh-huh. you know study hard or study hard. You know, okay, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna but, incorporate mm-hmm. that into my lessons. Like if you, in English, I I mean, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just in my house. Like if you called somebody a lazy butt, like that isn't necessarily a, <laughs> a, like a like it's kind of an endearing kind of insult. Like you wouldn't say that to somebody harshly mm-hmm. or something. Is could you call mm-hmm. that? Could you call somebody ganze ganze gan? Like how would you use that as an adjective? Ganze. So it's like um I don't know it can be kanse hajima kanse kanse burijima kan yeah right. don't be kanse okay, I think so not uh, not an not an over, adjective it can be a noun right uh as kanse uh, dari kanse dari 
Yeah. So uh-huh. it's a person who's right. who's lazy. Right. Okay. Yeah. That and, makes sense. Okay. And quickly, just for the uninitiated, um, the Ole Trails. Uh, some people may not really know. We already mentioned the trails, but they're a huge trail network that goes across mm. the the circumference of the island. Mm. And um, how many are there now? There's like 20, 20, 20 something, 22, Five. I think. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they just add? I can't. It's hard to keep. They just added that one a couple of years ago, one mm. year ago. And and to like and to, to prove your point. Right. Like when you go on them, there are like old farmers trails. Yes. That were like literally much, old. Yeah abandoned yeah. and so forth and Sum Young Suk the founder she kind of found them again I, I like and the army helped mm-hmm. dig some of them it was a massive mm-hmm. project to get some of them going <laughs> but yeah. uh, a lot of work so we could be gun say yeah. on them right yeah <laughs> oh hey but I'm both. Hey, that was perfect <laughs> you're such a teacher's pet though really you really are such a teacher's pet yeah that that completely explains my uh terrible high school marks then yeah, yeah. Well, Juju, um, that was really, really good because I don't know fantastic. one person that doesn't enjoy the Olay. So I think that's just like a little nice knowledge yeah. for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And so the words Another are good episode. Yeah. Olay, mm-hmm. Olay, as an Olay Gil, and Gunse, Gunse, Daddy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that because I I never get a chance to show yeah. how bad I am at Korean. Gunse, Daddy. Yeah. It was great. Olay, yeah. Olay. Okay. Perfect. I love it. And and so and maybe some of our listeners may be listening to our podcast as they do the trails right now. Oh, that's exciting to think. Yeah. About. Yeah. yeah, it's okay to be kanse. Walk slow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, teacher. Yeah. Thank you, Juyon. That was great. And that was another great lesson from our teacher, Ju Young Han. Thank you so much. That's I can never so show her enough appreciation I, for like- I was just thinking the same thing. Like, it, you know, like I just love that she thought, and she, oh, I just, it's just going so well. And every time she sends us an idea, you know, and she's like, mm. well, what about this? I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I want to talk about. Yeah. You know, the, the Olay and now that, I mean, I, I never knew that that's what that word meant, Ganse. Gunsay, uh. Yeah, I didn't know. You know, you see the horse all over the island. Everybody gets like there. Mm. I even have friends that have tattoos of the horse because they've done all the olays and it's just like a little memento. Now you could be like, did you know that <laughs> you means mean, you're lazy? Yeah. I yeah. just I just think that's so she just I'm just so grateful as well to her. Like, and I hope our listeners uh. really appreciate that segment as as well. It's a lot, it's a lot of work for her. Yeah, no, yeah. And she's the one who does that, just so our, mm-hmm. our listener knows. She's yeah, yeah. I didn't know that horse had a name. Did you I just I, I I did well. I just thought it. I didn't know because I knew I had heard of Gunse. I just uh-huh. didn't relate. Does that make sense? Like I didn't sure. put them all together. The you know, like I knew uh-huh. that that's what that was called because they talk about it on the Olay trails quite a bit on the placards and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so now I'd like to you know again thank you all for your support for uh, our special like two episodes that we we actually put a lot of time into and we had a great we really did Daryl you really did yeah oh. it's hard it's hard to I was just talking to my best friend back home and 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 she listens to our podcast even though she and she's like I love getting I love hearing about the place you live and then she's like I haven't caught up on the last few um and she was talking about JG Sasam and I, and she was like it just seems like such a a topic and then we started talking about um the, our primer and how much mm-hmm. I was like, listen to this so you can really understand. I said, but just know that that's just like a tip of the mm-hmm. iceberg, you know, that, you know, it's not even 
covering yeah. how extensive. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I think about the how to try to talk about the massacre. Like I'm, I'm writing it's, about it currently. Yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. I've interviewed people. Yeah. I'm trying to put their stories into, uh, like short story kind of form, yep. but nonfiction. Yep. And I like how do I convey what the massacre was and yeah. how, like to people who don't know about it, right? Like in English, it's very difficult. Constantly. And so like you said, and Daryl, you really put a lot of work into that because you can't like just take this big subject and then you'd be like, okay, we're just going to give you the highlights, which is what we uh -huh. attempted to do. So I hope everyone really felt like educated by that. Do and just so you guys know, what on I follow uh, a couple of specific hashtags about mm -hmm. the massacre: Jeju Four Three, mm -hmm. uh, Jeju Massacre, Jeju Uprising, Jeju Incident. And so mm -hmm. I see all the tweets. Anybody who mentions those words, I see all those tweets. They and come it's through. Yeah, it's interesting to note that in English, the only time people really talk about the massacre is to blame America, to support communism, mm -hmm. or like those are the main like to say that or to bash. South Korea, like some yes. Chinese people mention it offhandedly oh, uh, in the debates about, you know, um, like handbook or whatever. There's oh, just a, yeah. the feud oh, between the, oh, geez, them. Let's not even you know, get into that. At, okay. Look at all the massacres that South Korea did to themselves. And then yeah. you got. Oh, so real derogatory. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People never just, it's very infrequently mentioned uh, just on its own. It's always used as evidence in an argument, which I always oh, thought was interesting. interesting. And they, people get the information wrong all the time because well, that's it's fascinating. To support, yeah. Because uh, I only I only follow I follow especially on I, on Instagram. So I follow mm -hmm. like the dark tours, the four right. three, because I want to see what ceremonies they're holding and they'll do like educational posts. So but mm -hmm. that's only obviously pictures educational. And, yeah. you know, so I don't know. Wow, that's really interesting to. Yeah. Uh -huh. well, OK. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, well, but talking about that, didn't, mm -hmm. you were just talking to me. You have a. President Moon came again, huh? Well, actually, President Moon didn't came. He didn't gave come. a remarks. It was president was, president elect. Yeah, because you had said something, and I thought that would be really strange that they both came. Yeah, at the at same. Okay, so he didn't come this year. Yeah, but... we just we published on our Instagram account. Please right. like and subscribe. Right. Uh, about the speech, the his remarks, which are his final remarks about Sasam. He's he came <sighs> three times, right? He came, yeah, and he was well, the first uh, first yeah? president, yeah. For, since uh, Roe came, right? And he came Which like is, 12 years after or something ridiculous. Yeah, remind our listeners how, what, do you remember the year that he came down? 2018, and it wasn't I even believe. For, 2018. And it wasn't even, and to remind, if, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm often wrong, because mm -hmm. it gets all mixed up in my head, but he didn't even come down four or four, three. It was the oh. peace talks. Oh, you're right? talking about the, the first apology? Roe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on Did October 31st. Uh -huh. 2003 he gave right. an apology then and then i think in 2006 he came for the he first time to, to the, the park. park okay gotcha yeah. gotcha and then the next felt, time was moon yeah moon i felt especially like i really want to talk about that thank you for mm. translating by the way uh for our listeners daryl translated that he and his family right uh translated that from just me just oh yours, really true. oh Hey, yeah, translated that from Korean to to English, and I'll tell you what I felt especially kind of. I guess I I felt a little choked up reading oh, what really? Moon had to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I when, I remember very clearly when he the first time he came down here, and it was a really big deal for him yeah. to come and go to the Peace Park and be part of the four three ceremony. Yeah, and so now that his uh, term is over, five years has ended, and mm -hmm. for him to just sort, of, I felt I felt quite choked up about it. 
yeah. thought that was really touching. Yeah. What was his last thing he said? I wish I had it in front of me. Sorry, listeners, but it was just like in the last five years, it's been an honor to come yeah, to, to, put, you know, to, to come to, down. Yeah, yeah, to be a part of Jeju 43. Yeah. He really, really under his not just him, but his mm-hmm. his um Oh, God. Administration. My brain. Thank you. Thank you. My brain just shut up. But under yeah. him and his administration, there was a lot of progress yeah. uh, that was made. And um, it's really important to, no matter what your politics are, mm-hmm. it's really important to acknowledge that he really impacted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His party and, and, passed the revision to the, which is really bureaucratic. And a lot of people, like he, the articles don't really mention what it means because it's, it's just right. bure, bureaucracy, but it does affect people here. And I had to work for compensation. Yeah. But Yoon came. Yeah. Yoon came, which is oh Yoon uh Yoon Sokyol, the president elect, came. And this was actually also really important. Super important because he's the first conservative president. Like uh Park. I can't believe I can't remember her name. Daughter of uh, Park Chung Yi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, brain the disgrace, <laughs> the, the 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 once jailed, recently released Park. Yeah. I can't think of her name. That's, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, like, and so Yoon came, and that was like first conservative president to visit the ceremony. And it signals that, like, going forward, like it'll be a thing if they don't agree. Come at least agreed. once, right? I uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, and, it's kind of laying down again that this needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, apparently it was a, a apparently it was a campaign promise he made in February that he would come here yeah. as part of it, and he gave like the the same speech, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like it, like it sounds cliched to me, but it doesn't to people here when he say no. things like resolve the restore the honor, which it, because we're that's just not in our vocabulary in our sort of way. Yeah, I, Westerners. Yeah, but I do having lived here, and you know this, having lived yeah. here for so long, you you do start to recognize that 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 way of speaking, which is obviously important, and mm. and I think anyways to focus on, I just. Even I don't find <laughs> this is gonna. I don't find him a great uh, speaker. <laughs> what per se? Korea's Trump? You you don't <laughs> think of him as a great orator? again in my head? I'm like, don't make anyone angry. Don't make no. I don't find him a great speaker. I what I really focused on was uh, that I was just pleased that he he showed and he made that mm. uh, you know he made that something. He kept his promise in the campaign. Mm. He came down, and all I focus on is. Jeju needs that. The yeah. survivors need that very much. So that's what I that's what I kind of keep in mind. Never mind his awkward. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I the 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 uh, like the the association of brief families of Jeju four three actually commented on what you were saying that they said that oh. national integration begins from accepting the healing of the past. Right. Yep. And this has oh, been a party. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? That hasn't acknowledged and hasn't. Yeah. 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 And they, we they talked about that in it. our, yeah, we yeah. talked about that in our primer episode mm-hmm. where, where it just is, you know, when, uh, when they had decided that they wanted to come down oh, to say something, the other mm-hmm. party wanted to rewrite his uh, apology. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they wanted right? to, re- they had a his, lot of things about the, uh, the report, the, the draft, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, like sorry, 18 yeah. people of the committee, like resigned the day it was accepted yeah. in protest. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cause it blamed the military and police. And yeah. so for, I mean, so it's a really big deal. I mean, yeah. really, really, it really is. So yeah, it, and, it was nice to see that that's the way he's starting off his, uh, yeah. his term. I'll, I'll try to get his speech and put it up too. It's a little more difficult because like on president moon, 
they have he's the president so it's on the yeah. there's like a website and stuff he did right, that's right. not he's got the twitter as well yeah if you go twitter to yoon's twitter right now actually as of this recording uh his his latest tweet is from april 3rd in jeju of oh. the tombstones and of hala yeah oh. and of cherry blossoms and things like okay. that so if you go check his okay. twitter i will okay tweets again well they'll be putting him on the national yeah service right soon they'll no no they'll be changing the website yeah 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 all that kind of stuff right but uh and now that we're since we're talking about you and and jeju um it's interesting that in like the last week or so he it's been um his party is himself yeah Yeah, well he's setting up like his uh, administration yeah and uh yun tapped former jeju governor wang he rung to be the minister of land transport which is interesting um uh, mind-boggling but yeah, no no, so, no it's not mind-boggling because i could you could for, foresee it coming but uh for anyone what that, are your first thoughts on this because i oh, have I, I have a i have a couple of course so what are your thoughts my listen i've met uh juan numerous times over the year and uh he is an yep. extremely likable person he's yep. very vibrant uh he he's real active in the community when i met him many times he you know he has he has a presence yeah. Not a fan of the politics, yeah. not a fan of how uh, what has happened on Jeju under his administration. Mm. But yeah. yeah. And so for him to be in, in particular, this in particular, this title, <laughs> this particular mm-hmm. seat that he will be filling, you're just mm-hmm. like, well, there we go. There yeah. we go. There uh, have go. I mentioned that he's from Jungmoon, my uh, current I did not know resident. that. Yeah. I yeah. He was a big that. shot okay. here. Right. So uh, he well, was he, graduated yeah. top of the school and top yep. of everything and he top was, of top. He's quite a, he was just a big shop in general. That was the first governor that I remember that people really he was kind of like a little superstar down here versus mm. the past governors that I didn't really know much about or didn't have a mm-hmm. real big impact. There's always scandal on JJ. There's always mm. scandal and with him as well. But he's a, he's kind of like a he was. I mean, he was uh-huh. he was well known of of the previous three uh, governors because one of them was governor for like five freaking terms, right? Yes, uh, he was forever and, and ever and ever. Amen. And he's now escaped to Canada because he's wanted on. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty. Yeah. yeah, well, people people <laughs> that don't realize JGU is just a, a hotbed of scandals. Like you think America, or you think you know, like other places. That JGU is like drama. There could be a yeah. reality show about. The Jeju scandals, but Juan himself has partaken in uh, mm. quite a few scandals, which is why I'm a little disappointed. Uh-huh. Which you know you could go into further detail well, about. Yeah, I'm not. Well, it's interesting because I had two thoughts when I heard that yeah. he was because he ran for he was he ran for, ran for president, president. Yeah. and lost in the primary. And to run, he he resigned from governor to yeah. to try to get this in the middle of COVID. Yeah, which is everyone loved that. <laughs> Um, and, you know, the Korean Herald reported that his nomination is a huge surprise, saying that, like, he doesn't have expertise in land development or anything like that, which I thought was weird because that is like, weird because Jeju. <laughs> look around Jeju. All the development that uh, has happened is because uh-huh. he allowed it to happen and he signed yeah. deals with so many different companies to to uh, pave Jeju under. And my theory, my theory, this is like. I don't have any proof to support this, so let's caveat that. Is that okay. when he joined the Yoon administration, uh, the Yoon uh, as a senior advisor, the Yoon campaign? I wonder if that was like a stipulation, like let me be the Ministry of Land, because that's often happens. You get 
you like, do get you know, something Jag for throwing your transport. Support. Yeah, absolutely. That's, and yeah. So, so you think that was part of it? I think specifically the Ministry of Land, right? Because he wants to probably make a push, push for president, uh, president five or 10 years from now. And it's, it's what he did during the campaign is he, so it's, it's, it's crazy because uh, E.J. Myung was the competitor, right? And uh, Juan led a campaign, like this kind of trying to make a scandal of E saying he was involved oh. in this 25 yeah it's kind of complicated oh, it's like right. a land yes yes <laughs> yeah oh well, he was building on accusations that other people yes. made when he was the yes. mayor of songnam i think i have yes. my notes on here i should check that and yes. he and like in the lead up days before the election one was like i have this satchel and in the satchel, and I'm dramatizing, he didn't yes, do any yeah, of yeah. that. But he, <laughs> he, he got all these he, documents that apparently further incriminated uh, Lee. And the satchel came from to the party, the People's Party, the Conservative Party, from an anonymous person who found this bag by a sewer grate, by a highway. <laughs> and Juan was like, some of the pages are damaged. And it's... Jeez. It's oh, I'm telling you, that's what I mean when I say mm. it could be an actual uh reality show. Yeah. It could be an actual reality yeah. show, yeah. But he we should so I think with him mm-hmm. coming with the airport, it's yeah. a done deal. It's a done that, deal. You, that's my first thought a, too. The airport getting built. A hundred and ten percent. There is I always knew it was gonna get built, right? Like I knew yeah. it, but now I feel like we just fast forwarded. There's yeah. not even gonna be any more talk. I can, you know, like I, uh. I predict it's gonna happen even very soon. Really? Okay, okay. Yeah, I, so I yeah. Okay, so I I I did a little bit of not research, but like reading and tried to gather some stuff because this is actually a really pivotal time in the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh. just to to get people back on track the airport the environment ministry kind of kiboshed the airport plan back in july yeah due to environmental concerns you know like threat it'll threaten animals that per- currently at whatever currently at whatever yeah. currently endangered of extinction yeah. Yeah. and uh there were kind of it's not like kiboshed completely just that plan no. was come back revise it give that plan is due in june now oh, right around the uh, corner and the residents of Songsan, those who support the airport, actually had a press conference when oh. uh, one was announced. And they said that he's the most qualified person for this Ministry of Land uh, position, right? And they want, it's it's good, it's fascinating. And especially as an outsider, sort of as an outsider. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's like Gangjong again, because a Gallup poll, found that 65% of Songsan residents want the airport. But 47% of Jeju people don't. Don't want it, right. Which right. is where it, it is really half and half, um, which is really interesting. Yeah. But 43% of people said they want it, right, of Jeju. Right. But right. that's a large majority of people in Songsan that don't want it. And yeah. it's... And and one does. It's been a thing that he's been pushing. So absolutely. I mean, he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and but like I said, I just I feel like that was the last nail in the coffin for yeah. uh, you know, and and must be felt JGY. Like the protesters might must have just been like, all righty then, you know, because honestly, it that's it. It's it. So yeah, I'll be. I, I'll you know I'll um 
eat my eat my shoe if come later but i really as soon as i heard that announcement that that's what his position was i was like well all right there we go there and, we go and my i think he's going to use it to run for because i honestly i think i objectively monetarily yeah. the airport will be a success when it's built oh of course of course but you know for the locals and for like i when i think about it i'm like oh my god can you imagine having to go down there to get off the well i guess it's different for you but you know the whole cities are based around Mm -hmm. the airport right getting the you know the the business hotels the business office tells the Mm -hmm. everything is based around the location so now this will just it will be a whole thing uh, they want to be, it's part of a bigger like development plan they're going to build this like oh. it's going to become a big city oh, it's, it's there. Gonna be a huge thing right? yeah and yeah. it's just going to change the dynamics completely of how the island operates what town is it'll be really interesting too to see with um tourism now will be opening back up and i i think they said come may right yeah that we won't be walking around with even if you have covid you can just mm walk around anyways we're about <laughs> to see tourism pick back up even international tourism it yeah. will be picking up and that's just going to change the dynamics it- of Shinjeju, mm. you know yeah. uh, all you know the, 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 that city was built around the airport and you know the the pedestrian mall and all mm. that it, it the whole i the whole dynamics of the island will be changing i should know this off the top of my head but is that going to be uh, the international terminal terminal or the domestic no that's you wanted- no my my well I, I fear saying no. I think that what, what the issue is that that's going to be the domestic terminal. Right. Which is interesting. I thought they were going to make that the, well, I'll have to look into that. I, that's pretty we should look into quickly that to figure our, that out. Yes. Right. Our listeners wrong. But I remember that that's what, but it has gone back and forth. But mm. I remember thinking, well, this is just going to be getting to an airport just to go to, you know, Seoul or Busan is going to be. That would, that would suck. Ridiculous. Yeah, that would totally suck. So, yeah. And imagine how many more rental cars will be on Jeju I, when oh, that thing gets even, built. Don't even, <laughs> I, for whatever reason, yesterday, Excuse my language, listeners. It was a shit show on the roads yesterday. It was, oh, you know, my pearls, was, my pearls. <laughs> it was, and you can now see, like, anyways, the tourists were always coming down through COVID, but for yeah. whatever reason, yesterday was just, I was, the whole time I was in my car, I was just like, just get home, just get home, just get home. <laughs> Don't yell out your window, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> keep your, keep your hands on the wheel, Alexis. Uh-huh. Well, know. you know, anyways, uh, we'll get back to this airport stuff because it's super, it's really interesting and it's going to be a big ongoing topic that'll yeah, pl- we'll like in June, yeah. in yeah. June, yep, um, we'll that see. is when the next report will come up. So we'll have to yeah. see what happens with that, yeah, right. Yeah. But now it's about time to go to our interview. I'm excited. So for those who have been to the island and have traversed its many roads, um. Images are everywhere here, from murals to pictures to art. Uh, it's everywhere. Now with us is Grant Luning, a PhD candidate in communications at San Diego uh, University of California, San Diego, to talk a little bit about his research into the images of Jeju. So thank you very much for being with us today, all the way from San Diego, Grant. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. We were introduced to Grant uh, via our good buddy, buddy of the show, um, Joey. Yeah. Um, who you had met several years ago, I guess, at this point, right, Grants? Yeah, I think 2019. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm really, it's really great to see you, finally, after all the correspondence we've done online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So let's start at the, at the beginning, and since you are 
studying the images of Jeju, why did you decide, or what was it about Jeju that made you want to look into this aspect of the island? Well, I had lived here and I had visited as a tourist. Um, and I had, uh, I had a week or two off and I decided to bike around Jeju. I thought that would be like oh. the coolest thing. Um, <laughs> I'm from the middle of North America, Minnesota, as far as you can get from an ocean. So the idea of just being by an ocean and, and spending every day by the ocean was, was so cool. So I decided to do a bike trip around and I just noticed in particular the murals. You know, there are murals everywhere that I went. And I was just fascinated by them. The, the murals on the city streets and the murals on the, you know, the seawalls and the murals yeah. on the ports and yeah. especially the murals on the fish factories. Mm. Uh, and I just yep. got obsessed. I wanted to know why do these exist? What is, you know, some of these murals are enormous. Some of them are beautiful. Some of them are horrible. Horrible. <laughs> why did someone <laughs> why make are these they things? There? Why did why someone do actually exist? put that? Yeah, yeah. Grant, when you, when you, when, when that became something, you're like, okay, wait a minute. How did you take that from just being interested into actually? finding your way to inquire about these? Like, how did you make that leap? I was really interested in the henya, right? Okay, because okay. they are this traditional practice. It's a gendered practice. So it's a woman's practice. It's a Jeju. It's a very local Jeju practice. Mm -hmm. But the henya were also some of the first Koreans to go abroad and to work abroad in the early, you know, even back in the Joseon period. Yeah. So um, there was this kind of practice, but then there was this modern industrial practice where uh, there's a lot of immigrants, um, a lot of people, not just not from Jeju, but not from Korea who come and do this work and almost exclusively male. So, you know, you have these, these divers who are subject to so many photographs mm. and murals, mm. and then you have the men who are working inside and there seemed to be a, a big shift and, yeah. uh, that, that had happened between these two kinds of fishing. Oh, and yeah, go ahead, Daryl. No, no, you go first. I can hold on to my question. Uh, Alexis froze for a second. So that's, that's yeah, fascinating okay. because a lot of people don't actually realize that there are quite a few migrant workers on Jeju uh, in the industry. Cause you see the, the foreigner teachers and the, mm -hmm. you know, but there's actually like thousands of people who are working the fields and the farms and uh, yep. the fisheries as, as you mentioned. Now it's, Interesting about the murals, because I saw some of the pictures that you have taken in the work of these faded, old, and sometimes decrepit like murals. Do you know why they were painted and when they were painted and who painted them? Yes. So there's a whole story. To this. Yeah. Uh, but the the short version is around uh, the lead up to 2002 and the free international city. Um, Jeju realized how many more tourists were going to come. So things had been percolating. There had been murals. The um, the mural on the city hall, yeah, I think mm. it was the late 90s. It was 97. Right, right. But leading up to 2002, they realized that all of a sudden tourists weren't going to be located in the one or two spaces they had been. Jungmoon being like, that's where the tourists The main went. tourism. Mm -hmm. um, all of a sudden they were going to be around the island. And uh, these old fish factories had a problem. One, they were really ugly. 
because mm. they're made out of a rebar skeleton and then a concrete skin around it. Yeah. And the sea air just pulls the rust out through the concrete. So it bleeds like red metal. And it's so industrial in a place that's marketing itself as very natural and beautiful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they are located right by the shore too. Oh, right the on the, right yeah. on the coastal, the most beautiful coastal roads. And, and then <laughs> yeah. you just have, you're just like, Oh, and here we are. Yeah. 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 yeah it's such a symbol of, of, that there were decades where nobody thought that this was a place where people would come. It was no. just convenient to put the fish factories there. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason it's convenient is because they need to dump all of the extra water and waste and, and waste. food at the end of the day, mm -hmm. which makes it a perfect place to go fishing. Because mm -hmm. when they flush that out, all yeah. the fish come, it's yep. great fishing. So they had this problem where the tourists are going to go exactly in the ugliest, most industrial place. <laughs> How do we fix this? Mm -hmm. So there were several programs. I think the program now is called the Sea Dream. It's run oh, through the, the fisheries ministry. Um, it's been through several iterations, but it they basically do beautification of um, fisheries. So especially stuff. in, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of of you know now it's mostly the the small towns that that mm, are mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. more impoverished, um, and it's it's doing that kind of uh, beautiful cleanup work. But, yeah, yeah. So, but leading up to two thousand two, it was the these factories and uh, Nam Jeju, the the old uh, Jeju County or the old South Jeju County before Sogupo took it mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. They invested really heavily in let's get all of our fish factories painted so we can get these people to come visit. Mm. Um, so a lot of them are from this like 2000 to 2004 period, which is why they look really old. Grungy. They've, they've, <laughs> they've, they have they've not aged well, this. but yeah. in a good way, I think some of them in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how much funding was allotted for this? Uh, I don't know how much funding was allotted for those. The, mm -hmm. the funding Just, schemes are always very complicated, but uh -huh. um, yes. The, for example, today, if you look at the, the sort of city murals um, that are on like the walls of houses or around mm -hmm. um, parks, those are painted for around 70,000 to 150,000 won oh. per meter. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, okay. And they're, they're professional painters who their whole yeah. job is just to paint those things. So extrapolate back through 20 yeah. years and inflation and economic growth. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. That's really fascinating though. Thank you. I'm glad you knew the, the cost the of per meter. Of that. That's really interesting. Great. When you were, when you did start to do that, were you able to meet any of the painters or become acquainted with any of, of them? Yeah. So that was one of the most exciting days of my life yeah. because yeah. Okay. I had been, you know, I, I, I teach and I study during the year. So the only times I can come are in the summer and I would usually come later in the summer or during the rainy season when right. they're not painting. And in, I think it was 2018, um, I got to come much earlier than I had before. And I came around a corner and I saw there were three, I think, no, there are four guys painting mm -hmm. and I was just like, the people who paint these are here. I found them. I've met them. You know, I had called the phone numbers that are sometimes written on them. Right. Nobody picks up. But, no. Um, so I finally found the guys who did it. And I just spent, 
Uh, I spent almost a month just sitting there with them every day, watching them paint, you know, running wow. to go get them drinks. Yeah. Um, they let me paint one petal of one flower, which is my favorite <laughs> petal in Jeju. Were um, they confused? Like, why is this foreigner yeah, why is this hanging, why is this hanging out with us? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and also because, you know, they're, you know, what my questions were kind of about art, but I understood mm. that, you know, this isn't your art practice. This isn't what you love. Yeah. Um, and they kept, you know, trying to say like, this is not what I love. This is mm. not my art practice. And I was like, I know that's yeah. why it's interesting. <laughs> that's why it's you interesting. Know? Exactly. Uh, someone paints a beautiful painting because they love it. I think we all kind of get, okay, that's why you did it. But mm. if you paint hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of meters of Jeju yeah. symbolism yeah. and you're not from Jeju, you don't really care about it. It's just a job. Like that's a very weird kind of psychology to be in. You yeah. have a Especially very interesting artist. relationship. Yeah. 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 It's a very you know, interesting you know, idea of paintings. The aura these paintings give off millions of dollars worth of meh. Let's all around Jeju. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's not uh, unintentional because the interesting thing about these murals is that they are mostly designed not to attract your attention, but to repel it. Oh, They're designed okay. to sort of let your eyes sort of slide off and kind of become generic. And the more murals there have been, right, I'm sure the, the fewer murals catch your eye. Yeah. That's really yeah. interesting. Because the one in Jeju City doesn't mm. repel your attention. I don't know if it's very good necessarily, but it actually attracts it. So you're saying these murals are like corporate art, like for businesses and things like that. They're just well, there, there, there are some. Mm -hmm. um, the the other side of this, this would be sort of there is this program for the the fish factories, mm -hmm. but the the main murals that you'll see in town, the ones that are on people's houses, the yes. ones that are through the Olay neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those come out of. Um, in 2013, there was this big push, first under Park and Hay, but then it was picked up again under President Moon. Um, it was the, the promotion and support of urban regeneration. And they have these, all these neighborhoods identified as downwardly mobile. So they aren't the neighborhoods that are just trashed. They aren't just, you know, the neighborhoods that are going to be bulldozed. They're neighborhoods that used to be kind of nice, but aren't nice anymore. And they have all of these rankings for the things that can be done to make these neighborhoods better, to spruce them up. Turns out the cheapest and easiest one is just paint some murals on things. You don't need to fix the sewers. You don't need to fix the road. You can just put up some murals and the score goes up. And so then your neighborhood score goes up and then the city score goes up and everybody's, everybody's score goes up. <laughs> it's like a video so game. They're like kind of like city. camouflage. Yeah. Yes. You, yeah, you know, you find yeah, yeah, the cheap yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So these are two, because I, I remember, you know, Jeju sometimes mind boggling how much money Jeju has. Um, they, they, you know, I, I remember when they were fixing these neighborhoods up, they were also giving grants to artists to come live in some of these neighborhoods and create uh, art cafes or to do creations. So they were just dropping art grants to people to, come, come stay here, come paint this, come do graffiti over here, you know, uh, mind boggling sometimes the money that, that Jeju allots uh, for these projects. Mm -hmm. 
So Darryl, yeah, you- definitely. There's there's so much money that gets passed through different veins, but it's all just. Um, I think what's what's sort of interesting in the results is it's kind of uncontrolled. It just sort of goes oh, everywhere. Yes. Yes. And so these aren't consistent murals. There isn't a consistent style or quality. No. It's all over the place. And you really can right. see the difference in uh, the the painters as well. You could be walking through, you know, like the the market down in Tapdong in, in that neighborhood. And even on, you know, one wall to the other wall, you obviously can see it's not the same painter. And, you, you know, and the time frame is different because this one looks a little faded while this one is bright and shiny. Mm-hmm. So it's an ongoing thing it seems like anyways it's never ending mm-hmm. yeah this is fascinating I, I yeah, have, ahead, before i get to my next question i want i've heard and maybe this from joey i'm not i'm not sure where i heard this saying from that jeju has the largest mural budget in the world is that a myth or is that just or a saying i i wouldn't know i how have to check no that. idea yeah um i i mean the the thing is there are so many mural villages on the mainland. Um, But the main difference is that they're not as self-focused. They're not as consistent in their theme. So they'll just be sort of random pictures. And actually, I I did notice, um, because I came back last summer for the first time in a couple of years because of COVID, obviously, Mm -hmm. that that had started to become much more prominent in JJ Murals. Do you mean mean like our self-promotion of JJ was much more prominent to you? Oh. No, just the, lack of like oh, before right. every mural had been oh, a Jeju okay. symbol, Jeju iconography. And then now there were just oh. random pictures. And there, oh, there had been some before, yeah. but it was definitely much more frequent. That's really cool that there's that much of a difference that you actually were able to recognize yeah. that. Yeah, that's cool. I would I never think about that. So talking a little bit more specifically about your research into it, what have you learned about the images of Jeju? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? Um, (laughs) One of the things that I think is really important to understand about these murals is how they distribute space and how they they guide you from one place to another. And the kinds of ways that they ask you to relate to a place like Jeju. Because on the one hand, you're given all these symbols but these symbols get decontextualized and they get pulled out and they just become kind of repetitive. And so many people that I ask, when I ask them like the murals on Jeju, they're everywhere. And yet most people couldn't name one or they couldn't, you know, there's the Jeju city hall mural. And that's very specific because that's before any of this started. Right. But these other ones, they don't have a place. They become slippery and they just slide off and that's exactly the opposite of what a mural is supposed to do, right? right? Because a mural is a painting that is stuck. It is in place. It, it doesn't move like a photograph does. Yeah. It asks to be in a place and asks you to join it. So there are a couple murals that, um, you know, Alexis, you, you brought up, you know, some of these start to look grungy, but they look at, in an interesting or beautiful it, way. Very, exactly. They look part of now the earth of jeju yeah yeah and i think that's exactly it they when they are given time to breathe or maybe just it's just happenstance it just happened that they look this way those start to look really beautiful because they've gotten their place back they they are one of a kind they are 
singular. And the question of what is a tourist place, I think is really wrapped up in that. Is, is a tourist place something that is easily consumed and you just slide through Jeju and, you know, I know so many people who go through there to get the stamp on their passport, especially if they can't go to the mainland and get that Korea stamp. Um, you know, it's just a, a pure sliding through the place. Or is it a place where you get stuck and a piece of it gets stuck to you and you kind of build a, a symbiotic relationship? You're such a poet, Grant. I really like your, I really like the way you speak. It's, it's a very, it makes me more intrigued by the murals when you were talking about how it sort of becomes, you're supposed to be a part of the mural and that I remember, well, cause like you said, they, they sort of have faded over time, but I remember there was a time when I was driving around the coastal roads and I was stopping to take photos of these, these murals. Cause I was fascinated on these fish factories. I would just be driving and then all of a sudden, wham, bam, here's this fish factory with this gorgeous faded mural, like you're, you know, like you said, and I would be taking photos of them. Now I am the opposite. It is now, like you just said, now for me, I'm just driving by and I almost don't even notice them anymore. You, you, you wrote a paper about the invisibility of, did I say that right? The invisibility of, uh, of these murals. Mm -hmm. And that's really mm -hmm. fascinating that, you know, that now it was such a part of my life. T photographing them just for fun and now that I don't even notice them anymore that's really interesting yeah I don't I didn't even I, think that I didn't notice them I never noticed the murals myself like I never think mm. of Jeju and murals even though there's an old one on in Jungmoon on a building here that's really faded of like the waterfall that's like just down the street and it's, it's yeah, massive yeah. and it's all yeah. faded it's not very good and now that you mentioned it's probably just to be like it's a big building so let's try to <laughs> camouflage it, it yeah yeah really right well, i think with the olays with the the generation of the olay as well I, now you're going through you know old, old farming old farm roads or country mm -hmm. roads and especially when you come to you'll really notice murals popping up because they're they're decorating the walls oftentimes of the buildings as you're passing them on the olay so that's a whole nother thing have you ever did you walk the olays grant when you were here yes and actually my favorite yeah. No, no, no. My favorite murals of all time are uh, the ones that are out there, and they are the water tower murals. I was oh, going to ask you yeah, about that. Yeah, On the, yeah. They the are. Parks. Yeah, in the parks, mm -hmm. in the farms. They're the they're farm. everywhere, and they have like they're sunflowers everywhere. on them and things like that. Yeah. Why are those your favorite? Uh, because they are they are definitely much more in the fish factory mold. Mm -hmm. They're not um, they're not just sort of everywhere. They are for very similar reasons, right? They're covering up industrial equipment that's in the middle of this natural space, but they are so varied. Um, they are, um, I don't know, there's so many different topics, but they're also much more local. So the fish factories have tons of great iconography, but they're usually water, fish, mm -hmm. you know, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. their content is kind of generic, but you'll see, some of the and and it's changing very rapidly i think they've stopped actually painting oh. the um the water towers because now they just paint them green just sort of simple camouflage it's just green uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, but some of the older ones would be very specific to the village and the villages out there and the farms are sometimes just um a hundred people you know they're very small they're very local and i thought that was really cool that yeah. that you don't get that anywhere 
anywhere else. Do you have yeah. a favorite one, a favorite mural in Jeju? I do. Um, it's uh, it's kind of a heartbreaking story, but it is to me. It's a mural that has everything, and it's a it's a fish factory in Suwonri, and it's it's one of these invisible murals. It's one of these like very hard to see murals. If you're actually on the coastal road, the uh, the fish factory is is a little bit back from the road. It's it's one of the ones that's further away, probably like 200, 300 meters away. So if you're actually looking for it, you won't see it. You won't see that the mural's there. Until you come around the corner and then across a couple fields, you'll see this thin line of a, of a mural. And that's what I saw. I said, okay, I got to go over there and see what's up. And as I got closer, there was a huge long wall. I think I've measured it and it's, it's probably 400 meters of, of painting. And it had been painted with this not very great paint um, that wasn't really designed for the weather. And it was mostly blue because it was this fish scene. And when the rebar would sort of seep out, it would put all of these little crackles of orange through the blue. So the color was like an impossible color. It's a color you can't paint, you can't make, you can't buy. It barely fits inside your vision. It's just so shocking and strange. And there were these beautiful gauzy fish that had been painted all over it. The person who made it, and I've been looking for them for years, if anybody listening to this knows about the Suwonri mural, let me know. But they just were a very talented painter. And they had put these very beautiful and well done, uh, very complicated naturalistic fish. And, you know, the, the combination of the sun and the, the air and the fact that this was so hard to see was really interesting. And then I walk around the corner and there was another stretch of mural and there was a farmer there. And I asked the farmer what he thought of the mural. And we were standing two feet away and he said, what mural? And I was like, every day Dude. you're here and yeah. this mural yeah. is right next to me. Um, and I, you know, I was like, I'm sure I'm just using the wrong word, but no, when I find the point, it's like, oh yeah, the mural. Um, he had just been using it to, to put his racks up against it, like uh, where they grow the seedlings. And I realized this mural was beautiful because it was kind of the perfect combination of byuk and hua. It is wall and art. It serves this function as a wall, but it's also art, but it's kind of not both at the same time. Because I came just for the mm. art. Mm. Um, the fish factory just cared about the wall. The farmer mm. just cared about a place to lean his rack. Mm. And then about, yeah, it must have been 2019. Every year I go back and I visit the mural. Um, and I take tons of pictures because last time I didn't get everything perfect. And now I need the perfect picture. <laughs> and I turn the corner and it was covered with thick black tar. Oh. Just all the way down, lines of thick black tar, not the whole thing, but just thick lines that had sealed up the cracks. Because this is not an art gallery. It's a fish factory. It's a work. And yeah. the walls were rotting. And water was pouring through, and it was damaging the structural integrity. And so they just needed to fix it. And wow. the, the same thing that was bringing out that impossible color of this orange slash blue was also destroying the wall. And 
So I thought that was really, that was everything all at once. That is this incredibly difficult, beautiful moment where you recognize the art is temporary. It's not the kind of thing that lasts forever. Mm. And that's what made it in the first place. That's what mm. made it beautiful. Mm. But that's also why it, why it had to, it's not gone, but it's why it had to change drastically. Mm. That's fascinating. That's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I really think, I think the most thing that I took from reading your, your paper and then talking to you in general was just like you said, I, I, I guess I, I, I mean, you notice murals, but designed for invisibility, you know, that mm -hmm. to me is so unique that, that, that is the purpose. You know, you, like you said, you don't think you, a mural is supposed to like, but to design something to be invisible, mm -hmm. to create something. So you don't look at it is just a absolutely fascinating topic. Yeah. I can yeah. see why you would be obsessed with this for, you know, the years that you have been. Uh, Grant, yeah. I want you to, when do you have plans to come back sometime soon? Or you got so much yes. going on? Uh -huh. um, I, I definitely have to come back. Um, yeah. So hopefully October. Um, okay. That's October or January. Okay. Grant, I really, and I didn't mention this to you because I kind of wanted to just save it. In my neighborhood, I live in a really old school neighborhood in the city, um, Sosada. And in the last year and a half, and I have no idea, but I'm obsessed, even before I met you and started talking to you, I'm obsessed why my neighborhood has been picked. And it's just, a, it's just two, two, two roads. And they are my two, my, this road and the, and the road I live on are covered in murals now. Absolutely, uh, Sangmung Sun, uh, the Brother Islands. I mean, we have paintings, and just Sangmung Sun was just. Uh, and I wanted to get a picture of the dude, but I was always in a hurry, and I was like, I gotta send this to Grant. He just was out there, and he he threw up this absolutely gorgeous painting in three days, mm. and it's Sangmung Sun. And the closer you get, the unattractive it is. And then you step back, and you're like, this is a magnificent work, but clearly who. I have no idea why my neighborhood was picked. I have no idea what the intention, because these are not designed for invisibility. These are very specifically want your attention, but I don't know why. I have no idea why and why this neighborhood and why all this money and why on these walls of these houses, you know, cause we have um, the houses back and we have yards and then we have the brick walls with the gate that you come into your courtyard and that's what they're mm -hmm. painting. But why? And I'm obsessed with it. So when you come down, I, I, I'm going to put you to work. You know, and go I just had a, down. I just had an idea. I mean, I, I should probably mention this off air, but we could like uh, arrange a me, you, and Jeju tour, where Grant can point Ooh. out some of them. Not to put you on the spot, you could be like, I was, Screw that idea. Say, I was like, we're putting him to work immediately. He hasn't even been. We're like, yeah, come on, Grant, let's do this. Yeah, uh, it's just, yeah. It's well, I love, I love getting people to look at them because, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, Art can be really beautiful, and that's great, but most art isn't. And so if you want to think about art in your world, you need to be willing to look at the things that aren't beautiful and aren't mm. interesting. And mm. Korea, because of, the, um, because of a couple different reasons, one being the law on the mandatory investment in public art. So any big uh, construction has to put, I think, like 0.5% into public art. Mm -hmm. um, and because of tourism, has some of the world's greatest collections of bad art and bad public art. So it's always this opportunity to ask, okay, what's really going on here? And Alexis, I'm actually curious because mm -hmm. 
One of the things we haven't talked about is something called crime prevention through environmental design. Right. The, the broken yes. window syndrome, uh, the, the theory. Yeah. 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 And that is a huge part of the, uh, the reason that these, um, that these neighborhoods are targeted for murals oh. because murals do a couple things. They pre graffiti. So if you're going to come and, and paint on a wall, you don't want to do it on the mural wall because you, the space is sort of already taken up. Right, right. You, if you do come as a tourist, then, you know, tourists love to leave their names behind. It is a practice that is literally as old as human culture. There are tourist graffitis from 3,500 years ago. But it disrupts that because you come to weird. Jeju and now you have jeju symbols mm -hmm. it's like okay well i'm kind of disrespecting the place that i want to leave my name behind my name on, on, uh -huh. so there's a weirdness and with the colors it makes you much more visible to surveillance because oh. if you have a dark oh. wall and dark oh. you know dark clothes wow. you can't be seen but if you have a bright wall You're then i know the person standing there I didn't even think about that. Oh, so this is actually so, isn't the broken window uh, broken window theory. It's it's different. It's a it's it's part of a whole family of things. It is definitely adjacent. It is part mm. of that that same mm. way mm. of thinking about it. Um, it's yeah, it's kind of the flip flip side of that coin that you do need to make things nicer so that people will um, not feel a kind of psychological compulsion. But I tend to think that's a little <laughs> bit. Um, that's a little bit overplayed because there are much more practical and direct reasons why, you know, and the surveillance one I think is the most wow. important one. You're, yeah. You're especially on Jeju visible. because yeah. people don't graffiti here. Like it's, yeah. it's not yeah. really a, a thing, but the surveillance thing is really interesting because of the small town yeah. of these places and uh, the foreigners, the, the, the foreigners, as in people not from those towns, you know, walking around that's that's a really interesting point do you know of that for a fact that that was one of the motivations behind some of the murals yes yeah that's that's um part of the the official government um, documents and and um academic accounts of why um the murals specifically are a kind of neighborhood beautification because yeah. there's a lot of things you can do mm -hmm. to make your neighborhood beautiful um, statues. Statues are a yeah. lot easier to put up, yeah. but they don't yeah. have all these other features to them. And it, oh. now that you're saying this, like, God, now that I think about it, talking about the gaudiness of some of these paintings on the, you know, the murals in these neighborhoods, now that really kind of makes sense because, and I don't, you know, I'm not trying to insult any painters, but they are, some of them are particularly gaudy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're like, why would you do that right here. Why would you make this bright, vibrant, you know, not particularly attractive painting? So that that would make sense more. Wow. I'm wow, definitely going to pay attention more to the yeah. murals that go up. Right? Because like, there's, right. there, I just blind to them. I don't, well, blind. Yeah. Well, and like, and like, I used to not be blind to them, uh, but now I feel like I'm driving on kosher roads and I just sort of just like, you know, it just is in the background feature to me now. So yeah. obviously, yeah. Wow. Fascinating. You know, Graham, we were talking about your favorite. I, I do want to mention for our listeners, I was hoping, and I didn't, I kind of mentioned this, but I uh, hopefully we'll get your permission, Grant. But I, uh, I think we're going to do a contest where it would be great that we are going to throw one of your photos of one of your, one of your scenes and have our listeners, and we'll, we'll announce more of this on Instagram, but have one of our listeners try to identify that where it is on the yeah. island. 
And the no. prize will be mm-hmm. a hearty handshake from yours truly. <laughs> no, we're going to give a prize. But I definitely, because of your topic of them being invisible, I really mm-hmm. wanted to kind of change that dynamic and just see, you know, especially because most of our listeners are obviously English speakers and, uh, you know, probably teachers and, and, and tourists around. So to see if they notice some of these murals and if it's something that they actually are like, you know what, I know where that one is. So, so it'll now, be a really interesting project or, you know, contest. Now that we're running out, well, now that we're running out of time, we're running out of time, but is there anything else you'd like to mention that we haven't asked or is anything interesting about the images of Jeju, not necessarily murals? Um, well, there's there's whole sprawling fields that we could get into, but I think the the piece that I think is really interesting is um, what do these images, the murals, but also the photographs and also the tourist brochures, how do they kind of function as an autobiography? Because a lot of them are ways of defining what Jeju is, a way of renaming Jeju or depicting Jeju. And, you know, the, the famous icons of Jeju, Dal Harabang, mm-hmm. um, the Henya, um, the water-carrying woman. Like, these are things that are produced by the pictures that we look at. So when people are looking at the images around them, and especially the images created for tourism, I think it's always important to ask yourself, what is the Jeju that's being created there? Mm. Because Mm. every one of those images Mm. adds to a pile Mm. and adds another layer, another residue on Jeju, and it does change the place. And so we should be attentive to and also careful of the kinds of images that we produce or the kinds of images that we um, casually pass by, but also the kinds of images that that tend to actually damage a place or tend to um, maybe trivialize things that are really important about Jeju by turning them into cartoons. And sometimes cartoons I was going to say that. The art yes. cartoon Henyo, for sure. Yes, the cartoon Henyo, which is all over. You know what? I actually, um, we, uh, I would like to ask you one more question, Daryl. How could we? Yeah, we'll just take a quick a break right question. now. We'll just take a okay. quick break. Korean, I do want to, I want to, because I think it's important. And so let's go to cut to commercial. Let's come right back. And now we're back with Grant. Uh, so thanks again for being with us, Grant. Uh, we're talking about the iconography and the images of Jeju, specifically mostly about uh, murals. And we left off with Alexis about to ask a, a very uh, pertinent question. question. Well, because Grant, you were just talking about being careful about what we um, put into the world, per se, right? I am very curious if when these murals are commissioned is the artist given the choice with what they put up or is each neighborhood say it says to the artist this is the purpose this is what we want from you or are they given a choice do you know um yes so there are some places like um dumengi alley mm-hmm. are you familiar with dumengi alley mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that is heavily um artist pitched um, okay. Alley is this big, um, th- that is definitely not a mural village that you're supposed to not see. You are supposed to see the giant red lips glued to the side of a house. Um, Look at Daryl's face. He's like, what? <laughs> that's not a Jigmoon. I have no idea what this thing is. Yeah. It's a very garish, wild mm-hmm. carnival very. in the middle of uh, a residential neighborhood. 
um, kind of mural village concept, the, the kind of thing that was in like Iwa and, and Seoul. Um, but for the neighborhood murals, it used to be very top down and the neighborhood council who was in charge of the money would decide. Okay. And residents were getting pretty upset because it was their yeah. houses that were being painted. And their neighborhoods and that they see them. every day. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay. So over the last 10 years, there's been a pretty strong shift toward um, a combination of the neighborhood will pick a bunch of topics oh. and then the homeowners will, um, they'll contribute to that. Then the artists will come and they'll make some pitches for, okay, you said you wanted um, uh, uh, like yeah. a, you said you wanted a Halasan mural. Okay, uh -huh. so this is what I would do for a Halasan, or this is my drawing. Um, and sometimes the homeowners have a lot of power. I've seen some. I, I was at a mural painting where the the older woman who lived there just brought out a picture of her grandson playing with the dog and was like, "This is what you're going to paint. You're going to paint oh my, my family portrait oh my on the wall." Oh um, I don't really care about the neighborhood list of approved images. This is the one that I want. Oh my um, God, that's funny. That's awesome. Okay. So that sometimes wild. it leans all the way that way. Sometimes yeah. it's just, um, you know, I, I talked to a couple homeowners. They're like, I just don't care. Just okay. Make it okay. nice. Just put whatever you want on there. Okay. So, so it really depends on the neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. It really depends on the neighborhood. Um, and you will know, you will be able to tell the kinds of murals where um, they're commissioned from higher up. The higher up they are, okay. the more okay. it's like there's an artist involved. Okay, the ones where you like start my to see plaques. Okay. There's a little plaque with a name. Then it's oh. maybe a little higher up than just the neighborhood administration. It's designed like more. Culture. Oh. Yeah, yes. I'm really okay. interested in in the fact that the the murals, like what you said before about we have to be careful about because they're going to be an autobiography they're going to actually uh, yeah yeah there's uh, there's this probably aspect of it dictating the character of jeju and of these places as opposed to the people who live in them now mm -hmm. dictating what the places what actually gets, are yeah. well and then and, and then even going to that, like, does the artist want their name on it, you know, or they're just like, you know, this wasn't designed for art, like you're saying, there's not that, you know, like, they're like, no, I was just, this is just paying my bills. This isn't one, because my neighborhood, I'm like looking out the window as if you could see it. My neighborhood is specifically, um, oh my God, my brain sometimes just shuts off, is scenery, Jeju scenery. Oh, I think mm -hmm. we're frozen. Yeah. No, so it's no, very uh, <laughs> it's very, it's very specific. Mm -hmm. And I would say there's no placards. So, but I would say that this is an artist. This is his mm -hmm. forte. He is very good at what he does. Um, and you can tell that, you know, with what he, I mean, his, 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 um, interpretation of Sangbang Sun is absolutely gorgeous. And like I said, when you get up, close to it I'm like I don't you know like it's so crazy how a mural changes when you're up close to it and you're like well this is really just not but then you take five steps back and it is absolutely gorgeous he's got like wispy fog and clouds that go but when you stand next to it and you're like oh, okay whatever oh it's, it's really really interesting yeah wow Grant you have opened my my I'm, all these like little details are now coming into yeah. my head about like why would they have chosen this or this or this or yeah yeah. In wow. in that vein, this will probably have to be our last question. But in that vein, okay. I mean, it's probably no, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Are there any a lot of grants images that concern you when it comes to this mm. autobiogra autobiography of JJ? There are some that I have been particularly bothered by, but I think those usually kind of fizzle out because people don't pick up the, the ones that are, um, I don't even know how to articulate it. One that really immediately bothered me was when somebody combined the Jeju pig and um, the Henyo. And it wasn't just <laughs> like that, that, you know, it was, it wasn't that, that, it was calling uh, the Hanyo pigs or anything. It was just like, these are two, two parts of, of Jeju iconography that are separate and yeah. mixing them kind of muddles the, the thing that makes Jeju interesting, which is that sometimes it's the same people doing both jobs, but that there is this split, there, there is this separation. So at the image level, that felt sort of weird and just wrong. but the i think the deeper uh issue is we all have kind of images of our homes or images of the place that we live lingering in the back of our heads but what has happened because of the huge investment in murals is that every single image and every single symbol on jeju has been unearthed and brought to the surface. Mm. And I have talked to cultural mm. workers and to mural painters who talk about like, you know, going through old books and resurrecting symbols that nobody has, mm. nobody remembers. They're from 150 years ago. And they try and do a cultural production around them. But that's how far it's gone is that all of the, all of the symbols that there can be of Jeju right now have been unearthed and are just on there on the surface. So people don't have the kind of private access to these symbols that they might have. They don't have the, the access to them that isn't explicit, that isn't defined, that isn't, you know, there isn't anything hazy in the back of the head anymore mm. because it's all on the surface. And I think mm. that can be really dangerous because then it's not yours. You know, it That's isn't local anymore. Yeah, yeah. Is there a threat that this will, that these murals and how they're coming up and how there's been like such a period of them being built, is there a threat to future icons and future images of Jeju being like snuffed out? I think there can be a kind of repetitive element to it, but yeah. I, I, I have great, uh, I take great comfort in the brutal sea air and the squalls and the typhoons and the sun that, you know, just as much as these things unearth and render sort of everyday and boring, they also have this huge opportunity to become something different, to mutate. Mm. And mm. there's definitely mutations that have happened that I've even seen since I uh, first came to Jeju of, of mm. symbols interconnecting, you know, the bad one might be the, um, the pig and the henya, but the orange and the harabang, like yes, and all of a sudden there's yes. orange harabangs all the all, yes. all over the place, right? That's that's something I didn't see when I first came here. So there's wow. also these intermixings, um, which you know that's maybe not the greatest icon in the world, but it at least shows that there's always this yeah. cross pollination that's that's building um, around these things. You yeah. know, from a metaphorical point of view. 
um, when you talk about how the island actually is contributing to the creation of these murals just by it's the a, weather or just by battering it, you know, mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. no matter what you put up there in a way, JG will reclaim it. Reclaim that's, it. Yeah. 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 That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, I hope, I hope JG, we were talking about like what bothers you. You know, what really bothers me is that when we mentioned it earlier is that cartoon, I really, really do not enjoy the cartoon Henyo or the cartoon doll holdabongs. I don't know what about police. it. I don't know what about it really gets under my skin, maybe because Jeju itself is so beautiful that I don't I don't find it attractive to change the images into that sort of way. I It really gets under my skin and mm. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there is there is one cartoon and, and it's probably one of the most prominent painters. Mm -hmm of murals that you'll see mm -hmm. around Jeju, which I think is really interesting and I would love to know more. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a painting company, Jeju Byakwa, and it is a husband and wife team. Yeah. And they paint a lot of the murals around schools. And they're very cartoony, yeah. but they're also very historical. And they're very pedagogical yes. and very educational. And when I talked to him, I, he was busy painting. He did not want to talk to me at all. Uh, he did not want to let me sit there for two weeks and watch him do his work. <laughs> but um, while we were really just talking for a few people. minutes, <laughs> yeah, they're, they do not want to be paid attention to because they're yeah. just doing their job. They're just doing their job, yeah. But um, I asked, you know, what, 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 I don't even remember the question, but he, he answered that he was doing storytelling. And he was hey. doing storytelling in the traditional Jeju sense of keeping culture alive by, by talking. And yet he does this yeah. in this very cartoony way. Yeah. And so this isn't the, the kind of the cartoons that you're talking about. Right. But it is to me a great example of how in some ways these are mutations of traditional Jeju practices, like retelling yeah. the old stories, but this time doing it on murals and for school yeah. children and in places where, Maybe the tourists aren't going to know. Maybe the tourist eyes will slide over, but the locals' eyes will say, I actually know that story, and that's my family's uh, story, or that's uh, my town's story. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so okay. Not well, it's so good to talk to you, Grant. It really does, like, just open mm -hmm. up the world again of, uh, of all these, because, like you said, they're all over Jeju. Mm -hmm. You know, so, yeah. And now it's time we get to our, our final segment, the, the Jeju 5, which is when we're going to ask you five questions, yeah. rapid fire. Answer them about um, your likes and dislikes about Jeju yeah. Island, okay? So I like this with Grant because he's more, he's got this tourist perspective because Grant never lived here for, you know, you spent a lot of time here, but this will be interesting. So where on the island do you like to go when you, to get away? AWOL. Oh, okay. Okay. Number two, what is your go-to beverage of choice at the Marks? Is it soju, muckley, or beer? Or anything. Uh, no or anything, problem. sure. Uh, definitely beer. Okay. And beer. Okay. I'm too beer? old. The hangovers are too hard. <laughs> Any type of beer? Height, cast, the new um, job. I'm. I came to Korea long enough ago that there was only height and cast. Yes. <laughs> um, so I end up drinking uh, Jeju beer, uh, partly because the cans are pretty. They're so yeah. cool. <laughs> They're so cool. Yeah. And, and you're like, talking to part owners of the company. Yes. We invested. I know this. Yes. <laughs> okay. Next question. The coast, Hala or Orem? 
uh, Orem. Okay. Oh, me too. I'm an Orem person. Now this, this might be kind of pointless question, but what's yeah. something you know about Jeju that most others don't? Would it be the murals? <laughs> yes, I, it would be the murals. <laughs> yeah. What, what yeah. else do I know? Um, uh, I know that um, there's always a mural around the corner. If you keep your eyes out, there will be another mural somewhere in almost every town. Yeah. And um, there is no end to them. I did, I when I originally came, I was going to document every mural and I very quickly realized that that was- <laughs> Never going to happen. <laughs> Never going to happen. Okay. If and there so was one thing about JG you would change, what would it be? Easier bike routes, easier and safer bike routes. Mm -hmm. Good answer. Okay. Well, Grant, such a pleasure to be talking to yeah. you. Such a pleasure. Thank you for, we definitely took a lot of your time. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you so much for that. No, this thank great. you. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll have to, we'll, we'll talk to you off air later about when you come back and we'll do a, a BU and JG mural yeah. tour. I think that's a great idea. If you agree, of course, we're not going to force you to do something you don't want to <laughs> do. I hope right, from well, this episode, I hope our listeners really open our eyes again if, if, if it's something that they've kind of not been paying attention to to yeah. see what's out there now yeah so thank you so much grant of course yeah thank you so much thank you for having me and that ladies and gentlemen was grant Lunding, a phd candidate at uc san diego that was fantastic blew my mind wow. I know, I know. I was just saying, I was just thinking in my head, like, you know, it, it was a longer, one of our longer interviews, but uh, for me, it was, it was, I was just getting educated about everything he was saying. I was just like listening to it and it was more pleasurable for me than I kind of forgot that we were recording and that it's going to mm. go out to the world. Like, I was just like, tell me more, Grant, <laughs> tell me more about this, this fascinating who would think to even study that? And and he's so knowledgeable about it. Like, it's fascinating. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, like as a, as a, as like a media dude myself, I find yeah. the idea of like the medium, the message is really fascinating. So talking yeah. about how yeah. the murals influence the town and the town influences the yeah. murals and yeah. who they're for is. Yeah. Well, and I mentioned really it in the podcast, he has such a way of speaking. He's like, a, he's, it's, it's kind of like poetry, the way he just sort of describes, you know, mm. the, yeah, anyways, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I could yeah. go on about that, but the end result is I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and so everyone pay, pay attention. We'll have we'll, we'll eat the iron out <laughs> the details of yeah. this contest, which yes, uh, I was kind of unaware of, but it works. It's cool. We can do it. <laughs> I just I knew in my head I was just like, so we'll we'll be giving you. You have to pay attention to our social media. That's that's where we're going to do it this time because it's uh -huh. going to be based on a, a picture of a mural. But uh -huh. we'll be giving away our second um, JG Save JG Bada. Um, Camping box, box slash table camping box. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be very fun. great. So, so if you're not following us on all the amazing social media that we put a lot of effort into, oh hey, look at that. So if you're not following us, do give us a follow on yeah. Facebook, on Instagram. We we do we 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 put a lot of effort and work into our social media and the educational mm. aspect of it. So and Twitter, give us a follow. Twitter, oh, and Twitter, gosh, Carol, you're the news. Ooh. You yeah. do a lot of, I, I basically get my JG news from you. So that's great. <laughs> so give yeah, us so, a follow in all those ways. And, um, exactly. and we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back in, uh, in May with our next episode. Yeah. And so um, music as always is Jason Lisko, our art, mm -hmm. Sarah Hodgkiss. Uh, our internet guru is Ted. 
We should get his like, man. yeah, we need to get his uh, like business his, name and just put yeah. it on the YouTube. So people my God, see. he's done a lot of help. Yeah. He's helped us so much. <laughs> Check it out. Check out our website. It's up. It's oh, running. Shoot, it's beautiful. Yes. Oh, oh, he did. It looks really good. And so when, when we refer to things like, uh, you know, like these links or these mm. articles, we are now, we have now decided to throw them on our website and you can very easily access them. It, it looks beautiful. So we have all the educational articles, anything we talk yeah. about in an episode, you can go to that episode and get direct direct uh, links to what we're mentioning and what we're referring to. Yeah. And so please check it out. Email us yeah. if there's any issues with it, but I don't think there are. Ted has actually asked for for that. Yeah. So if there's any feedback. It looks so good. Yeah. It's incredible. So um, I'm Daryl. Next time, yeah. My co-host Alexis. Alexis. <laughs> Bye. Bye.